Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those so important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to conquer the chore war once and for all. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I created a free video for you about communication in marriage. So this video is for you if you have ever felt like you can't get through to your husband, if you feel like your husband never listens to you, if either one of you loses your cool during difficult conversations, and if you're tired of fighting. In just 30 minutes, this video is going to help you lay the foundation for healthy communication in marriage and teach you how to handle difficult conversations so you can feel more connected and like you're on the same team as your husband. So visit the link in the show notes to access it. Also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and it's actually a happy place on Facebook. So I hope you'll join us. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about how to conquer the chore war once and for all. So I thought I would start by telling you a story. My client Melissa was frustrated with her husband for many reasons. There was a list. And one of the biggest complaints was that he didn't help her enough. And when I work with my clients, we try to get specific on things to work through things. And so just one super simple, seemingly minuscule thing for her that she was able to point out was that he never helped her carry in the groceries. It made her feel angry. And you can translate that as uncared for or unloved. And so when that happened, she would give him the silent treatment. Kind of like passive aggressive, right? And I think some of us have been there before. I certainly have. So this went on for years. Melissa would come home with the groceries, carry them in by herself, get angry because her husband didn't help, feel uncared for and unloved, give him the silent treatment, and then the whole rest of the evening would be ruined. Melissa assumed that by giving her husband the silent treatment, he would read her mind and understand and start helping carry in the groceries. But her husband never got this message. What he did get was angry, and he withdrew into his man cave. So Melissa's tactic didn't work, but she kept repeating it over and over again. And it's just because she didn't know any other way. No one had ever taught her. That's just how she handled it when she got mad. So the reason her tactic didn't work, first and foremost, is because she wasn't communicating clearly. That's the first thing. And the second thing, the second reason why it didn't work is because giving the silent treatment to a man is a surefire way to tell him that he is being criticized. And when a man feels criticized, his defenses go up. So instead of thinking, hmm, maybe I should help my wife, he subconsciously thinks she doesn't think I'm good enough, or she thinks I failed, or nothing I ever do is good enough. Those thoughts are deeply hurtful to him, which makes him angry. And when he gets angry, he puts on armor to protect himself. It's like suiting up for battle. No matter how much he loves you, sweet sister, this reaction is instinctual. It's how men are made. So this not getting enough help around the house is not unique to my client, Melissa. It appears to be a very common problem in marriage. In fact, it can end marriages. 
On a recent survey, disagreements about household chores was cited as one of the top three reasons for couples who got divorced. You guys, that is right below infidelity and drifting apart. Insane. And so sad. Are we really ending marriages because we can't agree who should carry in the groceries or clean the toilet or empty the trash? I know in everyday life and in the heat of the moment, it can seem so infuriating and unfair when you feel like you are doing the bulk of the chores. And I want to definitely acknowledge that and so many women feel the same way. But I hope that you'll agree that when you step back and look at it, it is a sad reason for a marriage to end. And I'm here to tell you, in reality, it's not actually the chores themselves that are the problem. And I hope you can kind of see that already from what we've talked about. It's the beliefs about the chores, like who should do what and why. So maybe you grew up in a house where the man took care of all of the outside chores, but your husband does nothing outside. What you might not know is that he despises working outside or that that's not the way he grew up. Or maybe your husband's mom did all the ironing for his father, so he thinks you should do all of his ironing because that's what loving wives do. But you hate ironing. This has nothing to do with your husband, but he can't understand why a wife wouldn't do this for her husband. So do you see this is a disconnect just caused by communication and beliefs and things that we have just grown up watching, right? And sometimes we also let the habits of other couples around us influence us. We think, oh, this person's husband does that and that and that for her, but we never really think about the deeper reasons why that might be. And another thing is that you might just be like my client, Melissa, who if she was acknowledged and got a little bit of help from time to time, she probably wouldn't feel so frustrated about this. It's like a little bit of appreciation would go a really long way. But how do we get that help? How do we get that appreciation? That's what we're going to talk about today. If you were my client, the first question I would ask is, have you and your husband ever had a conversation about who should do what? Or did you just kind of assume how things would go? You might be surprised how many couples don't actually have this conversation. I think we get scared about being vulnerable or something or causing friction or causing a fight when in reality that communication might just clear up a lot of things, right? Because a lack of communication, that is what is causing resentment to build. It would be amazing if we could actually communicate about it. And another thief of your marriage in this situation is criticism. And I mentioned that earlier. So when we criticize our husbands, for how they do the chores, then they often stop trying to help because they get the message that they will never be good enough. So like, why bother trying? And this happens all of the time. So many women I talk to, their husband used to do more than he does now. And this could be that. So a couple of the problems we've talked about here would be communication and also criticism. Like when we criticize our husband for the way they do things and try to micromanage them. So this is completely common. Your marriage is not the only one experience it. So the thing is, there's not like one magic light switch that we can flip on to make everything better. And there's no one right way to divide the labor and the chores in your home. 
every family is going to do it differently. What's really most important that I want you to think about is what's important is that the division of labor works for both of you and that you're both honest about what you can and can't do or will and won't do as far as the chores in your marriage. The good news, you guys, is that we don't have to go to counseling and do a deep dive into our family histories to try to figure this out. We can start from right where we are today. And so I want to share with you a three-step process that you can do to end the chore war in your home. Are you ready? All right, you might need pen and paper. So step one, write down what all of the chores are. Make a list, a big, long list. I would also suggest that you write down how often the chores need to be done, right? Some things are daily, some things are weekly, some things are monthly, some things are like as needed, like the trash, right? So write that down. Both consider both inside chores and outside chores, unless you, you know, unless you have things that are already farmed out to other people, of course. And you also might consider prioritizing which chores are like the most important. That can help you. So what you wanna do is just have this big long list of everything that needs to be done and how often it needs to be done and what are the most important things. Then you guys are each gonna take a turn writing your name next to the chores that you will do. And so I'm guessing this can start easily, right? Like you'll be like, I'll do this, 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 no problem, like I'm used to all this. And your husband might do the same. But then you might get down to a few chores that neither one of you wants to do or take responsibility for then what do you do, right? I'm not sure if any of you have been in that spot yet. So it could be, um, I just wanted to, sorry, I can't talk right now. I just wanted to share with you a few suggestions to work through that. So one suggestion is that maybe you take turns on the chores that you're having trouble getting agreement on, meaning that maybe you do them one time and your husband does it the next, or one thought is, could you each agree to take on one chore that you don't like just for the sake of the other person? It's like a mindset shift there. Or something really loving that I've heard that some couples do is that they each take the thing that their spouse hates the most. So if you hate the most cleaning toilets and your husband hates the most doing bills, you could swap something like that. Not that those are equal, (laughs) cleaning toilets and doing bills, but um, you get the gist, right? Like just whatever it is that would just relieve that burden for your spouse and they could relieve your burden as well. Or what if you both work on the less desirable chores together? Let's just say it's the bathrooms. Like you both just completely despise the bathrooms. Can you take a Saturday morning or something and do them together? Could you hire it out? Like is this worth spending money on to have this taken care of or I don't know how old your kids are but could your kids do it (laughs) whoa so I just wanted to spend a minute on that to show you that there are a lot of different solutions that you can come up with and sometimes even just shifting your mindset a little bit can help you see that there are other ways to get this stuff done right okay so now you have an agreement on who's doing what this is huge so huge and this alone is a huge tool of opening up communication for you guys and you might even have conversations like well in my house my dad always did that or in my house my mom always did that and just like have a conversation about wow okay well this is 20 30 years later and maybe things are different in our house and it will be a great way 
for you to create how it's done in your house. Cool, right? Okay, so step two is to show appreciation. So once your plan is in place, be sure to regularly show appreciation to your spouse and each other for the chores that you do. If you don't mind being the leader, you can start first. Like when you notice him doing one of the chores, thank him or compliment him, especially if it's the one you hate. And you can share this with him, like tell him like gratitude's kind of part of the plan, right? Because it gets right to people's heart, makes them feel respected and appreciated. And it's also just a really kind thing to do. And as you know, like when, when people receive praise for a job well done, they're more likely to do it again. And so like what a wonderful, beautiful way for you to increase the love and connection in your marriage and to take the time to thank each other for doing the work, like for making this relationship 100%, 100%, right? Like some people say marriage should be 50-50. How about 100-100? We both give 100%. And so we're both going to take responsibility for the chores. And we're both going to appreciate it for each other for getting the chores done. Now, step three is a rule. Do not, under any circumstances, micromanage the chores that your spouse takes. This goes for both of you. So if your husband agrees to be responsible for emptying the dishwasher, but he puts the pots in the wrong spot in the cabinet, don't criticize him for it, right? Like you delegate it, you gotta let it go. And if you take over handling the bills, he needs to respect the way that you might do it differently than he does. And I'm not saying there doesn't need to be a conversation when you agree to swap chores, uh, just about maybe what you feel like is a best practice, for this chore, but it might not be what your husband thinks the best practice is. So if we are delegating chores, we need to learn to accept how they are done. This again, you guys, is so exciting because it's another way that you're going to grow in your relationship together, right? Like you're once and for all going to get clear and on the same page about the chores and the things that need to get done. And you're going to learn more about each other and in things from you know your past and just beliefs that you had and, and questioning beliefs like does this spouse in the marriage always need to do these things and you can just that bonding from just creating your own way like your our family does it this way we don't care how other families do it right this is what this is what our family does it's really empowering and bonding and I, and I hope that helps you and I just want you to remember your spouse is your teammate not your enemy So like tackle this together, make it so that you both win. There should be no losers in the chore war, right? Guys, I totally know this is easier said than done. And if you could use a little bit of help with it, reach out to me. I would love to help you. In the meantime, totally go watch that free marriage communication video. It's really good. And there's a link in the show notes to access it. And then join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. So thank you so much. I'll see you next week.